get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. After a 7-4 win over the Coyotes last night, the Blues moved on to Vegas. That's where they are this morning. And that's where Darren Pang is going to be playing some golf today before the Blues take on the Golden Knights tomorrow night at T-Mobile Arena. And Panger is with us now. It's our Blues booth on 101 ESPN. And Darren is with us via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Michelle, Randy, Panger, good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, good morning to both of you. I'm uh... Yeah, very excited with the with the start to the season, guys. I mean, you know, we knew that last night was going to be a tough game because it was kind of one of those, man, trap games. You're looking at uh, what you did in Colorado, then you're looking at the big game coming up here in Vegas, and in the meantime, you know, you've got a, a game against a team that's not going to be a contender, but it's a dangerous kind of hockey game. And, Panger, before they got here, we heard a lot about Jordan Cairo, who had a breakout year last year, and Clem Costin. That was a great second period just from the standpoint of seeing those youngsters, wasn't it? I would, I would say so. I mean, actually, scoring five goals in just over five minutes is amazing in itself. Uh, but, 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 yeah, I mean, listen, you're, you're looking at the evolution of these players and you're looking at the way that they're developing. And, and uh, you know, the first time we saw Jordan Cairo, you know, I think for me it was in Traverse City. He and Robert Thomas were, were there for the prospects camp. And that's where you, you, you really get a good look at, hey, how do our prospects match up against you know, the other team's top prospects, um, their peers, basically. And I left Traverse City and I said, I've never seen a player um, so fast a standstill than Jordan Cairo. And, you know, all the other things will probably come into play, Randy. Like, you know, can he manage the puck? Will he make smart plays in tough, tough you know, in, 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 in like tight hockey games? Those are the things that you develop. That's the evolution I'm talking about. And, boy, am I impressed with, with, uh, with what he's done on the defensive side of it. And that gives the coach trust in him to play him. And uh, so, he, you know, he's earned that part of it. And now, oh, my goodness, that, uh, that skill is something else. Um, and then, you know, and then – you know, Clem Costin is a unique player because, you know, quite frankly, I'm not, not sure exactly what kind of player, you know, he is or will become. Is he a power forward? Is he a skill forward? Uh, is he a top six? Is he a bottom six? Is he a penalty killer? Is he a power play guy? Uh, but, I, you know, I think last night was a, a real good indication of, uh, of what kind of skill he has and going into the right spots and that shot that he had um, a couple of times there was was obviously you know an NHL caliber shot which is fantastic Panger, at times last season, we were still waiting for the Blues to find that chemistry or really develop an identity. But I don't know if it was the trip to Vail or the fact that they've been able to hang out, but it really seems like this team is developing some chemistry pretty early. Yeah, you know, everybody talks about, you know, bonding trips and, you know, what happens there. But I do I do believe there's some benefits to starting on the road. I, I really do. I think, uh, and I have, you know, 
because of COVID, we haven't been able to be on the road, as you all know. And so you do miss out on what's going on on the road. Who's hanging out on the road? You know, are they, are they having fun? Are they not having fun? Are they smiling? Are they not smiling? Th- those little things. And then I, you know, I just think we've got a, a, a group of guys that really, truly, they like each other and they like being around each other and they don't want to, you know, they don't want to kind of let the other guy down. So, um, you know, chem- chemistry is a big thing. Now, I don't want to get too excited. I mean, they, I don't think the coach was very happy after last night's game. I'll just tell you that. I, I You know, I mean, you know, I, I think the one point that, that has to be made is, you know, Arizona is not going to be a playoff team. I mean, let's let's go down that road right now. They're, they're going to try their best, but, uh, you know, they, they shouldn't be in the same conversation as the Blues at this particular point. But uh, they, they didn't quit. And I think um, the Blues sort of, learned a lesson last night of, you know, don't hang your goalie out to dry either. He's trying his rear end off. He's playing really, really hard. He's making great saves, and I thought it got a little loose. I thought they should have done a better job in protecting him, to be quite honest with you. And, Panger, is that a group effort? Is there anybody that's responsible for that, whether it is the defenseman or is that just the five that are on the ice at any given time? Oh, that's the whole That's the whole group. That's That's the five on the ice. That's for sure. I mean, you, you can't just lay that on the defenseman. You have to have a good defending team is all about five players because otherwise it's a five on two. And obviously we know that wouldn't work out very well. So um, the forwards got a little lax. Uh, the D again, we've, I think we've talk, talked about this last week and I know on our broadcast, we've talked about it, that the D they, you know, they're determined to be meaner in front of the net. They're determined to allow the goaltender to see the puck. They want to be a bit meaner back there. And so, uh, you know, so I, I guess it's a, it's a combination of the whole group right there. Panger, what have you seen so far, far this season out of Vladimir Tarasenko? Um, I don't know. Spurts here and there. Um, you know, like, I, I think it takes him a little while to get into the game, to be honest with you. The same thing happened in Colorado. But, uh, I, I mean, I, you know, I think – like last night at parts of the game, it looked like he was totally engaged and Robert Thomas made some terrific passes to him. Uh, by the way, I thought Robert Thomas was excellent last night, a great bounce back game from game one. But, uh, you know, I don't think Vladdy's uh, the easiest player to play with uh, if you're a centerman. And, but when it clicks, it can be magical. And I thought there were moments in last night's game where he was going to click and, and, uh, and he was going to get, you know, and he was going to score a couple of goals. But as it, as it turns out, um, you know, I, I don't think he's just there yet uh, in terms of overall confidence with the puck, especially in decisions in the defensive zone. Um, I think that's, that's, that's an area that I'm sure he'll want to tighten up um, and make, make, make better plays to put his teammates in a better position. Panger, he was a sharpshooter, and it's been a while now since Vladimir Tarasenko has been a premier goal scorer in the league. Do other teams fear him because of what he did in the past? Yeah, I, I still think that his, you know, his number is circled on the board of the opposition. I do. I, I do believe that you know, in my conversations, even on the road with the other goaltenders or listening to the other goaltenders, is that um, they still fear his shot, still be aware of it. Um, you know, again, I do believe confidence is, is, is such a big thing. I mean, people just assume that because the guy has a lot of talent or he scored, you know, 40 or 35 goals in his career that um, it just it just happens like that. But, you know, he hasn't he just hasn't played a lot in in in, in traffic uh, when the heat is on, really, um, other than the final game last year against Colorado, uh, where he scored a couple of goals in the loss. I mean, he was 
he was a non-factor then. But, uh, you know, again, confidence is everything. Goal scores are streaky. Um, you get one, you, you might get a bundle, and that, that's all it might take. So, again, going back to Vladdy, I think I also think that during the course of the game, uh, that being in a goal scorer's position and not being far away from the net is obviously going to be the key. You can't score far away from the net at this league, and especially after you've had a couple of surgeries. But as far as I've seen, that wrist shot in practice when he's got time and space is still as lethal as it, as it was before. It's just the confidence of scoring against the goaltenders now for me. And, Panger, one of the questions that we had heading into this season was how close to 100% was Colton Pareko, and it's great to see him look like the old Colton Pareko again. Yeah, that's interesting, too, because the self-evaluation of these players is is really accurate. Um, after the game, you know, I knew that the coaches, you know, weren't happy. Um, it doesn't take long to get that sense. And so that's why I said that at the beginning about hanging the goalie out to dry. Well, I, I, I said that to, uh, to Colton Preco. I saw him. What happens is there's two buses that go to the rink, and one of them has the players to go early. Some of their carry-on luggage is on one bus. That may end up being the media bus uh, going to the airport afterwards. Well, the coaches started on our bus and then ended up on their bus, and <laughs> Colton Preco asked me what, what a little change with the buses. What did you guys say to the coaches? And I said, I, I think it might be the way you guys played tonight. And he said, he said yeah, he said, yeah, me especially. I wasn't very good. So they're, they're just to give you an indication of, of, you know, how these players are and, you know, how tough they are on their own game. But in answering your question, Michelle, I think, you know, we need Colton Preco, you know, to be that guy. And it is wonderful to see him grab the puck and lug the puck up the ice or defend like he defends and, and, uh, and what have you. But uh, at the end of the day, if, if anybody thought he had a good game last night, I'll just tell you that he said, he didn't have a good game last night, but he had a terrific game in Colorado. Panger, great to have you with us. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. Enjoy your day in Vegas on the golf course, and we'll talk to you next week. That sounds great, guys. Have a great day. Thanks. That is Darren Pang, Blues Analyst on Valley Sports Midwest, and he'll join us every Tuesday morning during the hockey season here on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast1 to learn more and start your free trial.